What if I told you the financial situation that you really desire is a lot closer than you think? Whether you're interested in becoming debt-free, learning how to invest your hard-earned money, or just want to take your finances to the next level, you're in the right place. The Plenty Money Podcast is for anyone who believes that financial freedom is possible. What's up, everybody? Cornelius Davis here. Coming to you today from Memphis, Tennessee, in town for the Southern Heritage Classic. Shout out to all my fellow Jackson State University alumni. That's the sonic boom you're hearing in the background. And Jackson State folks, I already know the boom gonna clown during halftime. Anyway, I want to welcome you all to another segment of the Plenty Money Podcast. Thanks to everyone for tuning in today. I mentioned that I decided to do a three-part segment titled Your Money, Your Life. And I've already covered part one of this segment where I talked about the importance of understanding where your money goes. I talked about tracking small individual transactions over long periods of time to see the significance of those expenditures. And I also encourage you to assess how much of your money is going toward hidden costs things that you pay for but get nothing in return. If you missed part one of this segment, be sure to go back and check it out. Today, we're continuing with part two of the Your Money, Your Life segment. I'll be discussing ways to free up more of your hard-earned income. You've already looked at where your money goes. Now we wanna look at ways to cut back on unnecessary expenses so that you have more money to put towards your financial objectives. You know, clients often tell me that they don't have money to invest. But when I look over their budget, I see that they have all the subscription services. They got music streaming. They got movie streaming. They got audio books. They got meal services and they got premium delivery subscriptions. I usually point straight to those kinds of things and say, hey, look, this is your money for investing right here. The money we allow to leak out of our accounts little by little is the same money that could be put toward financial objectives like saving for retirement, investing or starting a business. And so it's beneficial to keep your spending as efficient as possible to get the most out of your money. You know, so many people feel like they don't make enough. But it's more about what you do with what you make. If a person wastes money when they're not making enough, what do you think will happen when they start making a lot? And so today we're talking about some of the ways to cut back on unnecessary expenses and free up more of your income to help you build your ideal financial situation. So let's get started. When it comes to reducing expenses, there are basically four categories that you could focus on. The first category is things that you pay for that you don't need or don't even use. You know, most companies set up their membership or service fees on an auto pay cycle so that they can simply charge your credit card or charge your bank account every month without you even noticing it. And some common examples of these kind of expenses include uh, gaming services, 
uh, gym memberships or fitness subscriptions, uh, extended warranties, premium delivery memberships. And y'all know which company I'm talking about when I say that. I, I don't want to say names because I don't want to get a letter in the mail. Uh, content streaming, ebook access, music streaming, credit monitoring, magazine subscriptions, you know, meal and grocery delivery services, all these kind of things that we pay for on a recurring monthly basis. You know, if you have any of these services that you don't need or don't use, this is a great place to start with freeing up some of your money. The second category to look at is excess spending categories. Now, I know excess spending is somewhat subjective because everyone's circumstances are different. Then, of course, you always have people that will say, I don't I don't think I spend that much money. And so I'll just offer my definition of what excess spending is. Any spending that's detrimental to your overall financial situation or spending that is in direct conflict with one of your financial goals is excess spending. And so everyone doesn't spend excessively. And for those who do, it tends to look different from person to person. You know, for example, you might know someone who goes out shopping every weekend. You might know someone who likes to go to the bar several times a week. You might know someone who's constantly getting boxes delivered to their front porch. You might know someone who constantly dines out, right? Technically, there's nothing wrong with any of these things, but if a person's overall financial situation or their financial goals are hindered because of these habits, then they're doing too much. The third category you want to look at is lowering your cost of debt. In part one, I named interest as one of the things I consider to be a money evaporator. And we are still in a low interest rate environment, which means it's possible to save money on debt by refinancing. And I'll give you an example. Back when I still had student loans, my initial interest rate on my loans was 5.5%. And although that did not seem like a high interest rate at the time that I took out the loan, it did become high over time because we transitioned into a lower interest rate environment. And so I found an institution that was willing to refi me at 4%. And that saved me a significant amount of interest and allowed me to pay the loan off faster. With interest rates being as low as they are right now, you might be able to take advantage of refinancing debt and save yourself some money. The fourth category to look at are ways to potentially share some of your regular costs with others. For example, getting a roommate to split the cost of rent or mortgage and utilities. Two people splitting $1,800 a month frees up a significant amount versus just one person having to pay that $1,800. Carpool with someone who lives and work near you to share the cost of gas that you spend on your commute. You know, it might not sound like much, but it could be the difference between filling up twice a month versus filling up four times a month. Bulk shop and split the cost with somebody else. 
know, it's a fact that you save money when you buy in bulk. So why not team up with somebody to buy with? You know, bulk items such as toilet paper, detergent, trash bags. Those kinds of things can easily be split up. And I may have missed, you know, those are the four primary categories to look at first. I'm sure I missed some other categories. But my point is the cumulative impact of these kind of cutbacks can free up a significant amount of your income. So for anyone looking for ways to hold on to more of your hard-earned money, I want to quickly recap four steps that you can take to get started. Number one, how much money are you spending on things that you don't necessarily need or don't even use? You know, I encourage you to add up the amount you spend on an annual basis to see what kind of money you're working with. Number two, are you doing any excessive spending? And if so, on what and how much? Number three, review the interest rates that you're currently paying on your debts. Then do some research to see if you can find a better interest rate on those things. Number four, look for ways to share your current costs with someone else so that you both can save money. And that's all I have today. As always, I want to thank you all for tuning in. If you have a specific question, you can reach me at contact at CorneliusDavisJr.com. Have a great week. When it comes to taking your finances to the next level, surrounding yourself with like-minded people provides a tremendous boost. Being able to share ideas, receive encouragement, and leverage opportunity increases your chances of financial success. I created the Personal Economy Community to provide a virtual location for people to connect with others on similar financial journeys. If you're interested in improving your finances in any way, the Personal Economy Community is the place you want to be. That's personaleconomy.com. Personal, E-C-O-N-O-M-E.com.